Hello, this is Amber. Welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. You can follow the podcast channel on iTunes, Sacred Space Healing, on Spotify, or you can head over to the website and listen that way. For those of you that are new to the channel, I'm a Reiki master teacher, shamanic practitioner and energy healer and coach and I work with clients around the world. I've been running my own healing practice since 2007. The work is focused on core wound healing, life purpose work, sacred union sessions, one-to-one coaching and healing and mentoring. The website again is sacredspacehealing.org. So thank you to everyone that listens in and for all your lovely messages of support. Um, and also for your donations. So there is a donations page on the website. If you head over to sacredspacehealing.org, you can donate as much or as little as you feel called to. And all your donations go back into creating more free content. I don't uh, mention the donations tab because um, those pennies, however small or large, are something that I'm asking for it's because it's a nice way of giving thanks and people often ask me how can I thank you for the work or thank you for the podcast and the easiest way is to donate and it just creates more free content goes into bursary schemes but you can also share reviews on social media if you're not able to donate at this time sacredspacehealing.org okay so in today's uh podcast I'd like to shine a light on um I wasn't quite sure what to call this so let's see where we go but I think um Let's look at our obsession with coconut oil, ashwagandha and turmeric. We're obsessed with other things as well, vitamin D currently um, and probiotics. But I remember years ago seeing a a, a load of kind of online um, sort of funny memes that were saying things like, you know, oh, I've broken my leg, coconut oil, you know, oh, I've... uh, um, I've split up with my boyfriend, turmeric. You know, that kind of nonsense that we've just gone la-la over certain things that we now believe are a cure-all. So a lot of these remedies that people are touting... Oh, God, there's so much to say about this. Okay, a lot of these remedies that people are touting, for in the first place, they're not um, trained to tout this, right? So they've done... I don't know, a a short course in Ayurvedic medicine or they read a book or they're training to to work in functional medicine or something. But they're not really qualified to be telling you that what you need to do is do coconut oil or take some ashwagandha or take some turmeric without doing a full medical history of you, your allergies, what's going on in your immune system, taking bloods, your family history, they're just not qualified. So what tends to happen is you have a Reiki session with someone, you have a massage, um, you have a coaching session, and you mention, oh, I've got stomach problems, or oh, uh, you know, I'm not sleeping, oh, ashwagandha, oh, you know what you need to take, you need to take turmeric. It doesn't suit everyone's system. And a lot of times these uh, remedies can cause more harm than good. So turmeric, for example, has to be combined with black pepper and other herbs in order for it to be efficient in the body. And it doesn't suit everyone because it can create a lot of heat. And for someone who's already got too much heat in their body, it may not be right for them. It also may not be right for them 
maybe they have inflammation um, that is going to get triggered by everything. Maybe they have an allergy to turmeric and they don't even know this. You know, often these remedies work for people of that ancestry. So what we've seen is a lot of appropriation of remedies that have nothing to do with the ancestral line of the people that are taking these remedies. So if no one in your family has ever taken turmeric, you never took it when you grew up as a child, and all of a sudden you're like putting it on all your food, you've got it in smoothies, you've got it in your coffee, but it's not really something that you're DNA is very used to so because it's not your ancestry but there will be alternatives to it that are part of your ancestry and that is really important you know looking at your DNA looking at your ancestry looking at what works for your body similarly ashwagandha doesn't work for everyone it's a terrible remedy in autoimmune conditions it can flare up some autoimmune conditions so it's not everyone's go-to and coconut oil people can be allergic to coconuts um, they can be allergic to nuts they can be allergic to how the coconut oil has been manufactured it may not be pure so um that's the first and second thing to say is that often this information is given to you by people who don't know what they're talking about secondly they, if they haven't done a full history of you, if they don't know all your allergies, if they don't know your ancestral background, if they haven't done bloods on you, then you're taking a massive risk by self-diagnosing and self-medicating, thinking, oh, this is, you know, it's natural, it's going to be good for me. No, nothing is good for you if it isn't in alignment with what you need. So herbs can be just as toxic as chemicals. The next thing to say is that a lot of this is appropriation. And it's really not, um, it's, it's really not authentic to be living one's life like that, to be appropriating customs and traditions, uh, taking them as, as our own, as if we be, we've become experts on them. You know, I see this a lot. I see this a lot with people who, um, they go, they just spend a couple of months in India and they come back and say, oh, I've learned how to do yoga. I can do Ayurvedic. I've changed my name to some Indian name. I mean, it's just nonsense. Why are we doing this? Why are we appropriating customs when there is enough of a tradition within one's own land that is powerful enough and will have efficacy? Why are we traveling halfway across the world, stealing traditions, coming back, repackaging them and selling them for more money? Those people that we're, we're stealing traditions from, they're not getting the money you know those small villages that people go to to learn yoga in or um, those parts of the world that people go to to learn Ayurvedic traditions are they giving a percentage of their earnings to the to the people who are living in poverty and sleeping on streets out there no they're not they're coming back and charging hundreds of pounds for information that they don't even truly understand the Ayurvedic tradition is one that I grew up with and um, I have ancestors who are really well versed in it. So when anyone starts telling me to do Ayurvedic stuff, I just laugh um, because it's nonsense. You know, I know how to use herbs and spices and teas to heal my body. I don't need someone who's appropriated traditions to tell me how to do that. I think the other thing to say around all of this is that it creates a really sort of um, a dangerous way of approaching healing and self-healing as in the answer to everything is becoming like um, the medical profession you know you go to the doctor and you say oh I've got a pain in my back or I've got um, a sore throat and they're gonna give you the same medication to take they're not really looking at you as an individual and it sounds as if that's where we're going, seems as if that's where we're going now, unfortunately, with holistic medicine, where instead of looking at the individual as a whole, you know, what's actually happening for the individual, um, we're just giving them, 
bog standard responses. Oh, take some turmeric, take some ashwagandha, take some coconut oil. And none of these things are are actually um, in line with what true natural healing is about and holistic healing is about, which is about looking at the individual and seeing them as unique. They're unique. You know, their story is unique. Um, you don't classify everyone who comes to you with stress or anxiety, insomnia, stomach pains, skin conditions in the same way. You have to sit and take a really, really full history and, um, and get guidance, you know, whether it's spiritual guidance or holistic guidance, like whatever the channels are. So I would say a few things. I would say be really careful of self-medicating because you could make things worse. And sometimes the thing that you think that you're um, addressing with the coconut oil or the ashwagandha or the turmeric or whatever could actually start to create other illnesses in your body that will only manifest further on down the line. Um, choose practitioners whose this is their lineage, like they really know what they're talking about. Um, so pick very, very carefully when you want to work with people who are going to help you with your diet or your nutrition or herbs. Don't appropriate customs that aren't yours. You know, look for the herbs and the medicine of your land and your ancestry. So if you have family that's from, um, I don't know, you have family that's from Africa and family that's from India and family that's from China, say. I mean, you're pretty blessed because there's a lot of herbs there that you can pick. You've got all that DNA. But similarly, you say you have family from the UK, from Mexico and from France. There's going to be herbs in those lands that will help you and it's more interesting and it's more in tune with your DNA and um, and your specific ailment probably because a lot of times these things are ancestral to find out what can help you from that land and try and work with practitioners from that land as well. Um, do your research, always do your research um, and always try and source the best possible information and the best possible material you know turmeric ashwagandha coconut oil uh <laughs> green tea kale these things aren't cure-alls and they aren't for everyone and we've gotten so obsessed with this you know we've done it with things like sage and palo santo and we've got obsessed with we have to sage everything and first of all sage is not native to a lot of countries so again it's appropriation secondly the kind of demand for it means that it creates a lot of imbalance in the world um, a lot of over harvesting a lot of destruction of land um, so we have to be really mindful you know, if we all got obsessed with avocados, we all got obsessed with certain nuts and certain berries, and it creates imbalance in the world. And the whole point is that we're trying to bring our bodies into balance, but why are we doing that at the cost of poorer communities? Why are we doing that in a way that is stealing traditions? Why are we doing that in a way that is raping the land? When there are other ways that we can do this that is far more holistic and far more in tune. So do your research, look around, uh, keep a sense of humor with it all. And wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy, love, peace and abundance. Until the next time.